all set up. We're all Good set. to go. Good to go. All right. Uh, so I'm still working on the introductions for the videos and the podcast. Um, introductions are so fucking awkward. So I it's know, okay. I know. I, like I, I used to do a recording like uh, today on the podcast. I have so and so, but now I'm just going straight into it. Like this is the intro. This is the intro. This is the intro. So uh, welcome to the show. Today's guest. <laughs> <laughs> today's, today's guest. Uh, I want to make sure I say your last name right, but Liz Hater. Liz Hater. Okay. Yes. Uh, welcome to the show, Liz. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me in your building. That kind of smells like a homeless shelter, but also really nice at the same time. It's the nicest homeless shelter you'll find. It, it that really charges. is. <laughs> it charges almost what I pay for my, my rent. <laughs> it's okay, though. Yeah, it's nice, though. Maybe I'll give a tour to you guys one it's, day. It's, a bunch of comics live here. Really? Yeah. I won't say no names because I don't want to. Like, oh yeah, just, I don't. even want to know yeah, like where uh, everyone lives. Yeah. Well, I guess I can beep it out. I've that never, makes sense because um. Actually, yeah, I will say the names, then I'll beep it out because like, I've never had to beep out anything yet. Yeah, <laughs> so you want to use the bleep? <laughs> use yeah. the bleep. Uh, no, yeah. Lives oh here. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lives here. Okay. That's it. That makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> they seem like they seem yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I have something to peep out now. <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome to the show. You do comedy. Where you guys live. Okay. Damn, maybe I shouldn't have said it to you. <laughs> no, I, I like both those people. Um, yeah, they're cool people. But yeah, they're in the pool sometimes. Um, I haven't been to the pool yet. But anyway, okay. Let me let me let me focus. Let me focus. focus. Let's refocus. Yeah. All right. So welcome to the show. You do comedy. I do comedy, kind of. Kind of, no. We all do kind of comedy um, until I figured until like we're pros. Like the names I mentioned earlier, where they're touring all the time, and that's it. That's really yeah. What to well, do. you're getting really paid for it. Like you can pay your rent with it. You're really not doing it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like the like the um, the people who live here. I'm always, I'm, you know, I, we follow them, mm-hmm. and they're always like, I'm in this town, this town. I feel like, do you guys even live here? Like, yeah, do you, or you guys just visit here once a month? You just like, sleep here, like on Tuesdays, and then just to, just a layover. <laughs> so that's pretty cool, and that's actually uh, the topic for you today as a guest. As a guest, yes. Uh, so we'll get to that in a second. Okay. First, I'd like to do the introductory bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to hear your origin story like how did what made you get into comedy what made me get into comedy i mean isn't everyone when it's like depression um is that everyone's answer <laughs> like if your answer comedy. isn't that you're probably not funny um uh I, I was in school i went to school for electrical engineering which is like the most yet least interesting thing about me um and then it was it was really tough i was like failing my classes um I had a situation happen um, like when I was like 20 years old and it just got really miserable. Um, I couldn't figure out why I was going to school for that. I just wanted money. Um, I didn't have a meaning to wake up every day. I was teaching a freshman college class and uh, I was teaching them how to program Arduinos, which are like little programmable boards that you learn how to code with i'm glad you explained that the audience might have not known an that. arduino yeah no one knows <laughs> know or like a, a raspberry pi okay so some small circuit yeah board. Okay. so yeah. um yeah uh, they're like small circuit boards teach kids how to program them then they're like oh my god i never want to do this and you're like yeah it's okay um i did uh, at school because i used to be in computer science more heavily I did a, a little program, one for a little, little robot, yeah. robot, just to make it, like the project was to make it go forward 10 steps, make a right 10 <laughs> steps. 
I thought it was kind of cool, but <laughs> that was simple. I just told it go he, forward. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. To, it was like, oh yeah, this is like the very this is like step one yeah. of what you can do. And then they get with to computers. Um, yeah, and so I, I've done some cool robots and stuff, but um, yeah, so I would teach kids about that, and um, during my classes, I would like crack jokes every now and then, and it became like my form of communication with people was to break the awkwardness. I can say something funny or sarcastic, and mm -hmm. um, you break that tension and you earn their trust. Um, and then I, I got an internship in Los Angeles and I was working out there, um, paying like 1200 a month for like a bedroom, like this size. So like, what is this? Like 200 square feet. Um, That's my apartment here. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. I got like a 200 square feet. I had like a, they gave me a toaster and a microwave. Oh, nice. Um, I had to like go to the laundromat and do laundry. Mm. Um, but living in Los Angeles for that summer was really cool. Um, and then while I was there, I was like, you know what? I want to go, I want to go to the comedy store. And so I drove from North Hollywood to West Hollywood. So you have to drive through these hills and my little Honda Civic was crying through it. Um, and I, I saw some comedians I was like a really big fan of. And then I was like, you know what? Like that looks like those people, I can see like the pain in their eyes, like for every comedian. And like, I was like, I feel that pain. And smile, so smile through the pain. Um, huh? then one day I was like, you know what? I, I want to try it out. Like I, I like when people <laughs> listen to me talk. Um, I hopped on to the, I found the Facebook group, the notorious Facebook group that we're all in. Um, and I messaged the uh, person, the curator of that, who is, you know, bleepity bleep Alex, um, cool one more name to bleep out yeah yeah i forgot i actually doesn't even use his last name alex just alex i can say that um and i was like i i want to go but like i'm terrified of bars so what can i i was 21 or 22 um and he's like there's an angel that hosts a mic at noreen's you should go to that one and i was like okay so i ended up there and then i've been cult ever since all right awesome okay so you basically just went to it showing like this is great they're yeah. suffering like me. Let me do this. Yeah. Uh, who was there that night? Um, do you remember? Yes, I do remember. I, I went to go see Taylor Tomlinson. I like her. I like her comedy. I, I, I love her. Um, now, when, now doing comedy, I don't watch her because I'm scared I would sound like her. So it sucks I, I haven't been able to like enjoy her comedy lately because it just makes me sad like I should be doing that. It's, but. It, it, I know what you're saying. Like, uh, cause I'm a huge fan of Nate Bargetsky right now. Like, like I feel his style and his voice and everything. Like, wait a minute, that sounds like me. Like when I'm normal. Like, mm -hmm. and I feel this. Like, I don't want to be him. Yeah. But I feel like my style is similar to him. But I get what you're saying. I don't want to. Yeah. There's everyone still has their own bit of individuality. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to conform too much. So. I get that. Um, and then I, it was, it was stupid. Like three days later I, I was getting food at Whole Foods. Um, and I saw her and I said hi to her and I was like, I, I loved your show. Um, and I was like, you're doing amazing. I wish the best for you. And she's like, Oh, thank you so much. And she was so nice. And that's, uh, that's kind of the end of that story. But I took that as like a sign. I was like, that means I should do it. Yeah. <laughs> it was this, this dumb, like mantra sign. Like, I think I should do this. Um, that's awesome. Taylor, if you ever watch this, uh, she ever, you know, you're, you're, past are like, meant to cross now again <laughs> yeah. she's yeah she's awesome and so 
yeah, and then, you know, like, I didn't do great at all those first couple of times. Like, I was just kind of saying sad things about my life. And um, then one day I had I did, like, okay. And then I was like, okay, this, is, this isn't too bad. Like, um, I'm welcome here, and it feels good. I don't feel like anybody's going to roofie me. So, um, yeah, I'm really glad I started. That's good. And then Noreen's is not an easy place to start either. Uh, really? I feel like no, especially depending on what time you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, true. If you go up late and it's your first time and there's one person in the crowd. Yeah. Um, and especially how I felt like you're trying something, so you're scared, you're mm-hmm. nervous, and there's no one listening. Yeah. And then you don't have practice. You don't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, like eventually at some point you like you can do your act with no one paying attention because you're just comfortable with it. Yeah. But yeah, Noreen's can be a little rough like. If, if you're up late. That's true, yeah. See, they, they I always got there early to make sure I'd get on the list early. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anyone so. anyone new um, in town listening, if you want to go to Noreen's, uh, sign up at like a, what, 7, 7 a.m.? I think that's early <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I also got like, like, oh, I'd be like, hey, you know, you have like 50 straight white males on that list. Can um, I squeeze in? Can I get a girl privilege? And they'd oh, give it to me. And so, oh, I should do that. Like, hey, you got 50 straight white males. Can a brown guy get in? <laughs> should try that. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad. And, you know, that community, the section of that community has been very welcoming, very nice. I've made some really good friends there. Like, of course, like, yeah, there's all the other shit that goes with it. And that's what yeah. everyone warned me is people are shitty. And I'm like, yeah, but I've met really good people, too. Yeah. So same. Um, same here. It's nice. When, like, cause like you said, a lot of us, I guess, when we started or at some point, like we were depressed and comedy's la- you know, it's uh, one of the best medicines. And mm-hmm. I think that makes everything a little easier to get to know someone because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you're in pain, too. Come have on. you have you ever seen the movie? Um Okay, there's the movie Hereditary, and then there's Midsummer. Midsummer. Have you seen Midsummer? I don't think I've seen Midsummer. Her- Did you see Hereditary? Is that, though? is that the horror one? Hereditary is yeah, like a very drastic a- thing happens to a little girl. Yep, I see that. Yeah, I've seen that one. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> everything's cool, and then her head falls off. Like, I'm not sure how that relates to the topic. Okay, but in um, <laughs> can you go into detail? In Midsummer, in Midsummer. Oh. There's, um, so it's about this girl. She goes on a trip with her boyfriend who she's already having issues with. Um, and he, he can told, you can totally tell like he doesn't love her anymore. Um, and so, uh, um, she goes, they go to this, uh, Swedish family party, like celebration festival in Sweden. Like it's their, their, the boys vacation and she tagged along mm, okay. and everyone was like, don't bring her. No her parents, he, yeah. her parents die at the beginning. So it's like, don't bring her like, See, come that's, on. Yeah, that's why and then upset. she's like, I want to go. And he, he couldn't say no. Cause like her parents just died. Mm. And then, um, then something happens and, uh, she's crying. And then all these other women come up to her and just start crying with her, like screaming. And I was like, I remember when that came out, I was like, that's what comedy feels like. <laughs> it's like, like, oh, it's just like, we're all just screaming and crying with each other, but it builds this bond of like, like we're, we're all here yeah. and team too. And we're all here for you. So yeah. You know. uh, yeah. Like they say, you know, like I forget how the saying goes, but something about like being at your lowest and that's when like your real friends show up. But then comedy is like, everyone's at their lowest. Whether real friends or not, like you just said, we just show up. Like someone else is crying. Let me cry with them. Mm-hmm. We don't actually cry though. Not at the shows. 
I'm like, I have this like thing of don't cry at, at work. Unless like there's some jobs I can see people crying at work, but like my number one rule is don't cry at work and don't cry in front of people. That's a good rule. Like that's... I won't cry unless like someone's known to me very, very well. I will not cry. That's, I, I think that's a pretty good rule. Yeah. Um, people and... don't, especially like you said, if you don't know someone, then they're crying. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm not a group of girls, but let me go find some for you to, there's a girl crying over here. It's awkward. Up, yeah. You know, and like I don't do something. Yeah, I never, I would not, would never like yell at someone in public. Like, it, even if like someone's yelling at their kid, it's awkward. It is. It's very awkward. It's so much stuff that I don't know, like situations that mm-hmm. you don't ever want to be in that you can find yourself in sometimes. Like, like you said, someone seeing someone crying in public, like I've seen that, and then I don't want to be a shitty person and just like ignore them. Because obviously they're hurting, but I also don't want to be like, do you need a hug? To a yeah, it's like I don't really know you, but like you need a hug. Yeah. You need someone. Don't ask me for money, but do you need something? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's cool. All right, so, I'm I'm thinking about that now. <laughs> okay, all right, but, uh, all right. So let's continue to the next question. What's um, your next question? The next and to get to the section is uh, about your first time doing stand up. My first time doing stand-up. So it was I at really, Noreen's. It was at Noreen's. I really don't remember it very well. I just remember I was like, let me write like a minute of jokes. And I like wrote like something about like all the guys that I could like remember that I dated. Um, and I uh, it went, I got like one laugh and was like, cool, I can do this. <laughs> hey, that's um, all it takes, right? One laugh. Like, and yeah. so, uh, yeah. And then I got off and I was like, that was bad. And they're like, yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> You yeah. did it. That's the hardest part. And I'm like, okay. That's true. Okay. <laughs> That's so. yeah. I mean, at least they're honest with you. Like, yeah, that was horrible. But hey, good job. A for effort. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I took it with a grain of salt and I was I didn't feel embarrassed. Um I felt very like, you know what? Like other people have been doing this for like months and they didn't get any laughs, so I feel okay. Like I and not not and that's a bad way to think, but I I don't know. I felt comfortable with it. Yeah. So and then that's like I say, that's the thing with Noreen's, especially if you go up late. Um, it's, it's um, I guess it's like a comics. It's a comics, Mike. There's not that many people there for the comedy other than the comics. Yeah, and the bartender. Yeah, so at the beginning there's people. So yeah, it can be difficult in your first time, but you got a one laugh, so that's good. Uh, I would, it would suck if like I did that my first time and like yeah. no laughs and it's like, and there were these um there are these two random women there from like uh Tennessee. Like they just popped up there and they're like, You're so adorable, like you should keep doing this, like it's okay, that sucked, it's okay, it's gonna suck for a while. And I was like, That's true. See, okay. Yeah, so that, see that was your midsummer girls. They they, <laughs> they like we sense it. Some some new girl's gonna do comedy. We need to be there for her. And look at you now. Um so you, when did you start though? When did when did I start? Mm-hmm. I believe that was in October of 2019. So I did comedy for like three and a half months, and then October, so like November, December, January, and a little bit of February. Yeah, three and a half months, and then we all got you know took a long pause. We all took a yeah. break by force. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. That's I didn't know you were doing. I didn't know you were that new to comedy. Oh, yeah, super new. I remember one time I saw you, um, what was that Tuesday, Mike? I forget the name. 
It was rebar. Rebar, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you did pretty well. I thought you'd been doing it longer than... No, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing now that was like, what, a couple weeks? I thought you did pretty well, so... Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. I hate... That, that was my least favorite mic. That was the hardest one for me. What, really? It was rebar, why? yeah. I don't know why. Just being outdoors... I think because like, I'm a very low-energy comedian... And being outdoors, like you need to be like, hey guys, what's up? How are you guys feeling? And I'm just like, let's talk about death. Yeah, you know, I totally get that because I'm not on stage. I'm not very high energy. Yeah, like, I'm trying to like put a little bit in, but naturally, I just want to like stand there and just talk. I can force myself to do it if I'm hosting, but I'm so uncomfortable when I'm doing it, so it shows. Um, Wow, that's so. surprising because that. rebar it it draws a crowd yeah. it draws a good crowd of people along with comics so it's surprising that um i don't know like i felt i thought you would feel better like because obviously if the if the crowd is you know laughing mm-hmm. it boosts your energy yeah for sure yeah, but yeah i don't um, know surprising to hear that was one of your tougher mics yeah it's three and a so yeah it's three and a half months and then um, we were talking about depression earlier, so let's keep the depression thing going. Um, yeah, I, I finished school and then like I got a really awesome job. And I w- then I like moved out of my family's house and I had like, I made really good friends. And I was like, I'm not depressed anymore. I was and about I was to like, say, you want to keep talking about depression, but now you're just okay. flexing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but like uh, I went through this guilt of like, I'm not depressed anymore. Can I still be funny? Um, and so then I started talking to like comedians who like have less depression, I guess. And, um, I just kept thinking, can I still like write good stuff if I'm not depressed, depressed? Like, of course I still get sad about stuff and I still deal with depression on and on, on and off. But that was my big concern was because I'm actually in a good place. Will I not be funny anymore? I think you can. Cause you know what they say, you know, comedy is just tragedy plus time. Um, so you know, once you heal, now you can joke about that painful stuff all, in the past. All the trauma, yeah. yeah. So I don't think you need to be depressed, like you're saying, because now you can be like, remember that time I was depressed? Let's yeah, I've kind funny. of been like milking off of it for yeah. the past time. and so. Exactly. I mean, if you want to be depressed, you know what to do. Just mm-hmm. you know, go live on the street a little bit, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, just you know, push, push the depression onto yourself. Yeah, and so, you know, but... I I started again like recently because I, I went back on stage and then I was like mm, that went okay and then I just wanted to write new stuff because I couldn't relate to all this my old jokes um so I started writing again and then now like this past week I, I got back and was doing it and so and it's felt good so yeah yeah that's good that's good to hear so what because uh, I want to like. So I'm trying to think like if I remember any of your old jokes. You did really good at Taco Dye Bar this past Really? Time. I felt like that one was really bad. Like I know like my, my, my end jokes hit, but like the beginning I feel like I didn't get like anything but um I don't tend to laugh very much. Like yeah. I chuckle a little like hey, that's uh, if it's something super hilarious, yeah, I'll laugh out loud. Yeah. But uh, my friends have been going to Taco Dive Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, she's vegan now. Yeah. So she likes that she there's a place now she can eat. So yeah. she's been going every Wednesday. Yeah, she said you were funny. She's like, I love that girl. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Um, so I'm glad the break and I'm glad the writing has been, you know, and the depression, the lack of depression has not, uh, you know, held you back. Is the word? Handicapped? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Hold, hold me back. And so, or like, stop me. Um, 
I almost got into like doing uh, like set design for films and stuff. And so I almost was like, maybe I should quit comedy and do this. And then I was, I took like a good two weeks and really thought about which one I wanted to do. And which then, one, which one did and you so decide? I chose, obviously chose comedy. I don't know. But, this might be your and side then, hustle. And then like writing and stuff. I don't have time for that. I still work 40 hours a week, which is painful, but yeah. So, so far so good, you know? Well, all right. Well, hopefully you made the right choice. I don't know. You could have designed a new set for a comedy special. <laughs> do the two in one. Like, yeah, I'll design your set for a guest spot, you know? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to do, I don't know. I just, I got it really into art and color and design. And so, um, like, places like this, uses a, use a designer. Um, people listening don't know what this place looks like, but, like, it in here, nice. it's beautiful. It, it smells looks. disgusting. But I'm going to let them know. I'm going to let them know. I think they I don't live here. I'm going to let them know, like. Yeah, you let them. Like, I was there over the weekend. I was not interested in the building, but I just want to let I've you know. I've been in barn houses that have smelled better than this. Damn, I didn't, I didn't, damn. I live. I'm I, not trying <laughs> to shit on you. Like, you, I'm like, I'm sure your place is really nice, and I think it's cool that you live here. I'm just bagging on the company that owns this building well, for. Yeah, like, well, I'm all I'm saying, I'm thinking, like, did I get a, did I get accustomed to this gym? nasty smell? Does, does your, does your water work? Does your, yeah. I don't know. I'm also very sensitive to smells. I'm so. not. So okay, that could yeah. be I yeah. do know when they wash the shampoo the carpets like oh, one or two weeks ago I remember that okay so we do try we try <laughs> in their defense they try there's, there's someone's specific job is to get this smell out of here they're not getting paid enough <laughs> um, I'm not but oh, that's cool all right that's cool um, nice to get to know your section I gotta work on my transitions too it's like okay yeah yeah so 18 episodes in it's <laughs> That's pretty good. You've been consistent. That's the hardest part. That is the hardest part. Uh, it's yeah. You're gonna have a podcast soon, hopefully. I'm rebooting my podcast. Rebooting Reboot, it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Rebooting. Uh, what networks are gonna be on now? What networks? Yeah. I'm uploading to the Spotify. The Spotify now. I'm uploading yeah. to the SoundCloud. I'm SoundCloud. saying it like I'm what 50. <laughs> the Spotify. Yeah, you know, the, the Facebook. Th- the, the thingy. Oh, the Facebook too. Yeah. Oh. Facebook too. Since like. All my, all the people that actually pay attention to me are on there. You know what? I've never. I mean, I post like, "Hey, new episode on Facebook." Yeah. I never thought of actually posting hosting the episodes there. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. But yeah, hopefully you, your podcast uh, reboots soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then love to be a guest on there sometime. Hopefully, I have something interesting to talk about. We'll find you something to talk about. Yeah. We can talk about my apartment. Like the, <laughs> the update. How's the apartment update going? We clean one hallway. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'm creative. Awesome. All right. Now for like the main, uh, the meat and potatoes Let's of the podcast. get into the meat, yeah. yeah. So now that we know your history on comedy. My history. Um, here's, the, here's like the, the gist of the podcast that I'm, you're aware of, but we'll cover mm. it again. It's for anyone who's new to comedy or doing comedy. It just, I don't know, some tips or advice or somewhere to relate. Like I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Um, we cover some topics that have benefited me because I'm like, oh, you know, that's a good idea. I should do that. Yeah. Um, yours in particular is you recently graduated college. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I did. I finished college. I can't believe it. Yes. Yes. Um, and then there's a lot of comics professional who graduated from college and then went into comedy. Um, just as many dropped out and decided to do comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in you in particular, you finished comedy or you finished college. You were doing comedy. <laughs> 
yes, you graduated. <laughs> I graduated in comedy. Yes. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I finished school. Yeah. And, and then you were doing some comedy during the pandemic. Um, not, yeah, obviously well, not I stage, popped so. in every now and then. Right. So the big thing is like, how did, how did that affect, in the be- especially in the beginning, like how did you, like I don't even know, like your thoughts, like I'm in college, so I do stand up. Like, Oh, yeah. Um, I don't tell my coworkers or, like, people I went to school with that I do this, you know, comedy and stuff. I, I, like, I will, will like, add them on Instagram, and then, like, three days later, I'll delete them and then block them because I just don't, because I like posting my stuff, but, Mm -hmm. um, so I guess, like, wait, so what was the question? Well, that was a question. That That itself is a question. Like, 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 how did... How how did the pandemic affect my like what I wanted to do with my life? I guess with, no, no. With, um, it was more like being a student and doing comedy. Like, like oh, dude, a, it was awful. Oh my god. Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being that's a student and doing. Oh yeah. So that I would really only go to Mike's on a Sunday. Like, uh, I remember um, it was tough because. I had to study all the time. Like I was in a very hard major. Yeah, you were. And so um, like it was very, I I worked, I didn't work very much, which really helped. So, um, but I would have to like schedule my whole week and I'd have to schedule comedy in it. I remember my first show that I did was in January um, and uh, it was an all girl show, one of those. Um, Yeah, but uh, you even had your own show. Yeah, I even hosted my own show. Um, that I don't know how the hell I did that in the middle of it. Um, but I guess to wrap it up is I just made the time for it. I just scheduled it in. Yeah. Um, b- but it did break my focus a lot. Like I, I definitely was focused on school more, um, except for some cases. But um, it, it didn't. It was just like a side thing of like this is like the time instead of hang- going to hang out with my friends my friends and my also significant other at the time was at the mics and so i'd pop in i'd do my set and then i'd be like you know i got shit to do i'm gonna go yeah and then that's the thing you like you said you you had a engineering class mm-hmm. so you had hard math to do oh yeah it's, it's not took, like uh, took just a flex i took calculus uh i took up to calculus three um, I Dang. took uh, differential equations. I took complex analysis, which uses imaginary numbers. Um, so yeah. you weren't just doing math with regular numbers. You're like, I'm going to make up some numbers and do math. It's, that's intense. <laughs> yes, because that's what, that's what imaginary numbers are. They're, I think so. <laughs> I want to believe so because I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I know there's I, negative yeah, I. negative I. And then negative I squared, which equals one. What are the? <laughs> we don't have to talk about math. This yeah, because now my brain. This isn't, like, a, this isn't a science podcast. Maybe. I just wanted to flex. <laughs> Good job. Me and all the viewers are like, hmm, I don't like this person. She's too smart <laughs> for this podcast. But but that's that's the thing. You were in school for something very difficult, and then you were starting out comedy. And then, like I said, I thought you'd been doing this for comedy for a lot longer than just a few months. You had your own show that you put together. Yeah. I think what really helped though with com- like doing being in school and having that normalcy, like I didn't I didn't sound like everyone else. And I also didn't sound like 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 
you know maybe someone no offense to anyone that does this like maybe a girl who's in like school for like political science and works at sephora i didn't sound like her no. like our, our comedy would be very different and so it gave me kind of a different world to like grow in and a different perspective of the way i looked at life and then i was like you know that gives me a different voice that like you know yeah you definitely want to stand out mm-hmm. and yeah you did that but like, did you ever think about like maybe I should just drop out of college, do comedy? No, not a, not at all. I was like, I can do both. I don't have to be. And I hated this thing of you have to be like one dimensional. Like you can't be a a nerd and an artist. You can't like I don't know. You can't be an actor and also be a scientist. Like all this, all these things. You you can only choose one. I was like, you know what, I can go to school, get my degree so I can get a good job, so I can make a living wage um, and not have to be a waitress. I can work, still work 40 hours and make decent traction throughout whatever I wanted to do in the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course it's tiring, it's exhausting, it's not easy, but at the end of the day, I can pay my bills and I can still do something I really care about. Right. And then, so what, like, depending on how things go, would comedy be like the end goal or would you still always want to do your engineering and comedy just be a hobby, something that uh, relaxes you? I've always settled that, like, even if, even if comedy is just a weekend thing, I'm okay with it. I mean, obviously, like, if my favorite comedian, which I couldn't even say who my favorite comedian is right now, but if there was, like, a big comedian, they're like, hey, you rock, go on tour with me next week, I'd be like, yeah, F my job, I'm going. So if Taylor was like, yo, ladies. Yeah, you're my opener. <laughs> I'd be like, let's fucking go. My bags are packed. It's a Whole Foods um, tour. But, uh, like, um, in my in my job, like, I, I like my job. I'm happy with what I do, but I need the the art in it too of course like making it and um being a writer which is the number one thing i want to do like for example have you watched new girl i love that show yes i would that that would be my dream job is to write for a show like new girl like like something like new girl or how i met your mother or i love how i met your mother yeah exactly so i i if it's like script writing for that and making like a good dialogue script. Like I've, I've been going through um, screenplay books and reading about writing screenplay. I've studied the scripts of shows I've really liked. Um, I've written with other people um, and really gotten to know how good dialogue flows. And so that's what I've been focusing on more is writing, of course. I, but I'll never stop stand-up. Like I'll take breaks every now and then. But it's like very... It's a very close to my number one love of writing. But... It's it's right below it. Gotcha. Um, I feel the same way, and I, I mentioned to you earlier because um, you told me how you were writing. You want to write. You've done some writing. Um, and I mean, I love comedy. It's fun. It's mm-hmm. nice. Um, I don't ever see myself ever really making a huge big where I have specials and stuff like that. But that's also not like my main focus. Mine is actually too to be. Uh, a writer for movies or for um, shows too. You know, pe- people are gonna shit on us for this, for like for, for us doing like comedy. It's like no, I still like it. I still love it. I'm still in the game just as much as you are. I mean, like, but it's not fulfilling enough for me. At the end of the day, I'm like, I can do way more. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's not fulfilling. Like, it's great being on the show and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's not what I'm looking for. Like, um, I I much rather just write. 
Like I, I said, I, I'm daydreaming a bunch of the times. So I'm just mm-hmm. thinking dialogue and stuff, and then I'm like, that would be a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if, but if anybody wants to hate, just hate Liz. <laughs> just hate me. Yeah. But um, no, that's that's interesting you said that, because um, we should write together. Because I told you I am writing a movie. Um, I can't talk about it. It's my partner. Don't talk me. about it. Yeah, keep it locked up. Yeah, I want to Good things take time. Um, it's been taking too much time. But that's that's awesome that you have... You have a, a, a roadmap. You have your career, like, this is going to keep me alive. Mm-hmm. You have your comedy, it's like, this is what keeps me sane. Mm-hmm. And then you have your goal, like, I want to be a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very detailed. The fact that you were going to school and doing comedy and you had a schedule and you stuck to it, uh, pretty impressive. Thank um, you. Thank you. But, yeah. but you, also, you also work 40 hours a week and I think kind of... I mean, and you, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm scheduled for 40, but you know. okay, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. But like, you will, you still work a full time job, and you make it to Mike's, and it's it's not easy. Uh, it's it's not, and I don't have the same control as you do. Like you're like, I pop in, I pop out. I'm more like I pop in, and then I'm like, I like it here. I'm gonna stay here, and then I stay too long, and then the next time I'm paying for that work. See, like for me to like have a meaningful time with people, all I need is 15 minutes, and 15 minutes, that's all I need to see you, connect with you, and then I get the fuck out. So, like, people who are meaningful in my life and are also at comedy shows, like, I talk to them. I say, what's up? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll, we'll go get, like, dinner or something together. But um, hanging around too much kind of – I like, but I don't love. Yeah. Uh, I do like the atmosphere sometimes there, you know. Every now and then. Oh, like, it's you know, great, yeah. Especially, you know, Uncle Ian, I call him. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Ian really sets them shows up. Yeah. Uh, eventually, I would like to have Ian on here, too. Um, then you guys can meet him. Uh, he does a lot of shows. A lot. I would love to have like a lot of the producers here because it's surprising what people do off hours from comedy. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, and I know you, uh, Dennis who does who um, Happy Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it never occurred to me like what he does outside of Happy. You Earth. know, yeah, yeah. Until, exactly. Until we started recording uh, one of the sketches. I'm one like, of the sketches. Yeah. I was like, wow, you work in all. You work a corporate job. Yeah, You're like you me. Work, you work here. You yeah. do this for cell phones, like. I just never like in my head when if I if someone asked me like what does he do I would just think I don't know hangs out at Happy Earth. I don't know he like, works at like Costco I don't know that's yeah. what I would guess yeah so it's it's interesting um, and I'm, I'm glad you came to talk about this uh, I don't but know if yeah I, like pay you can pay your bills and you can also uh, do comedy go to school for you don't time. have to yeah. you can go to school you can do whatever you want to do and you can still do it and if mm-hmm. like you really organize your time you really set your mind to it yeah. like you're gonna lose a little bit of sleep but can happen, you know. You'll make up for it. Uh, so okay, so you earlier you mentioned though that you thought about like if college was what you wanted to do. Oh, if college was what I wanted to do, your, and, or your degree in general. Um, what you the- know, like if I really, really was committed to my passion, like if I if I was super passionate about it, like some people are that I know, I would have gone to get like my master's or my PhD and tried to get into. I started electrical engineering because I wanted to work on robotics. But then I noticed that every robotics company is uh, military contracted and that's terrifying. So I learned a lot about robots, Um, robots, AI, um, what else? Uh, I've learned about like the mechanical side of it, mechanical engineering, sensors. Um, If I really liked it, I would focus on one subsection called controls. I don't even know how how to explain what controls engineering is, but um, it pays a lot of money for any company that you work for. Um, and there's a lot, a lot of 
NASA controls engineers. So I probably, if I really wanted to go for it, I would go I hope my boss doesn't see this if i really wanted to go for this i would um you know like apply for nasa or apply for lockheed martin or apply for like any of those space companies and be like you know we're get we're fucking going to mars so when you say like con- like control engineering like is that like the people like in the movies were like quick get on the controls okay this no. in a nutshell this is what it is do you ever get on a treadmill i don't mean that in a bad way but do you ever get on a treadmill which part did you not mean? Like the part that I won't get it or the treadmill part? <laughs> Do you ever get on a treadmill? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> when you, when you hit, um, when you hit go to like five miles per hour, uh-huh. you expect it to go to five miles per hour, right? Yeah. What the computer wants to do is it wants to go to 25 miles per hour and then go to five miles per hour. Why does the computer Because it has a motor. Um, cause there's a motor running it. Right, right. So controls engineering is what balances out the system to say go to five, don't go to twenty-five, because motors want to shoot up and then go down. So you're telling me, okay, so someone's gonna comment on this, be like, you're so wrong. This girl knows nothing, but that's the way someone explained it to me. So. All right. So then to make sure, so basically the motor wants to do its own thing. Yeah. It wants to go zero to twenty-five. Mm-hmm. It doesn't want to go to. And five. there's a middle. There's a so between like the user control and the motor. There's a middle system saying, "Hey, this. These are the steps we're gonna take to get to right here." Okay. All right. Okay. So basically, then I'm thinking of like a light switch. It's either on or off, and mm. there's somebody who installs a dimmer to get it right where you want it. Mm, okay. Here, here's another example. Nope, I was wrong. Okay. Um, for a robot like robots um to calculate like their distance and stuff so if i was a robot and you were like touch my shoulder i could be like this really hard or i feel like this and so the controls engineer would control it and set all the functions for it to gently touch your shoulder sorry that was awkward (laughs) i'm gonna stick like this awkward like I'm going to stick with my dimmer analogy. Stick with your dimmer, Because I yeah. think, to me, I get what you're saying, but I think that's how I can understand it. Enough engineering. It's like, it's not my dream, you know, maybe in like five years, if I want it to be, I'll still only be like 29. I can still chase my dream. So, you know, if comedy doesn't work out and I want to go to graduate school, I could totally do that. But on the same other hand, if one day someone was like, hey, you want to do a set here, 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 and we're going to pay you the same amount as you're getting paid at your full-time job, I would be like, yeah. Yeah. Unless my boss is listening to this. Then. Well, just pay her more then, dude. Just pay her more. Then um, she can't go to show. Then they'll be like, well, we can't afford you. Like, yeah. So, yeah. But it's, it's nice, yeah, to have a, a backup mm-hmm. or a safety net or whatever you want to call it, something that you do pays your bills that still lets you chase the dream i guess yeah yeah um that was cool then i'm glad you didn't drop out of college then i'm so glad i didn't yeah i, I thought and about it but like the main thing keeping me was like what the f- what am i gonna do be a comedy. waitress we comedy. yeah but then i have to be like a waitress or something in the middle and that was like my biggest fear no um, offense to the waitress out there like no offense to the waitresses you. like you rock you're yes, hot i just yes, i don't i don't have boobs i will not make money as a waitress I don't think you need them, waitress. We're not trying to sexualize you guys. Like, I don't. The, the lady. I can. She can. She can get away with it. I'm not. Uh, yes, I support all you waitresses and waiters. Uh, waiters, too. 
they definitely well i mean they could have boobs but point is point is um yeah i mean no i get what you're saying like i thought about it too sometimes like maybe like like how much do i want to do comedy how much do i want to do writing how much do i want to chase what i really love to do mm-hmm. and do i want to give this job this benefits and then um because i've been doing uber i'm like mm-hmm. i can basically make what i make at work doing yeah. uber in um and then make my own schedule yeah chase the dream but do you do i want do you want to yeah is it worth the is it worth the risk see for me like i worry about the time i was like is this worth my time but at the end of the day like making getting laughs at like a full bar is gonna feel the same as getting laughs at like the comedy store or the comedy seller like those laughs like no there's no special people anywhere you're just getting paid Mm -hmm. and i feel like getting also getting paid for it might like skew you a little like I got paid for like one show and I thought they were going to pay me like 20 bucks and they paid me like a hundred dollars. Like, um, what show was this? But like, if I had known that they didn't tell me how much they were going to pay me, but if I had known that, um, it was a private show that I did like last year. But if I had known that, then I, I, um, I, I would have been so nervous and I probably would have fucked it up. But like, it, that felt good but then doing it under pressure of getting paid feels shitty sometimes uh, definitely but if any private shows wanna I'll do it for 50 you know um, yeah pressure and Ed, Ed you yeah. don't wanna be stressed out like so uh, like even like the open mic challenges sometimes I stress me out a little bit yeah I haven't done one for that reason well I mean the the, the pop of one the taco dive bars yeah. it seems to be oh. that was during my break yeah, yeah. so it's like um it's still a little stressful. Yeah. But uh, practice makes perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought about, I thought exactly what you're saying, like, mm, maybe I should just quit and just chase comedy. But yeah. I like the safety net. Yeah, of course. Like, like I remember someone told me, um, a very wise comic once told me, because he was going to school, um, and I think he's taking a break so he can do school. And he told me, you don't want to be like 40 and not being able to pay your bills i was like whoa that really struck a chord there um i i always want to pay my bills i never want to be i've never had money i've never had my my family has always been like you have what you need barely and there's nothing else you can really get like so i've i worked since i was 16 and i've i've built up a savings since i was 16 i didn't get any student i didn't have any student loans thankfully that's why i stayed in las vegas and i was like you know what i just want to be able if i want to get my own place and pay my bills i want to be able to do that and i want to be able to do it alone that's very yeah i think that's what pushes me also to not because um i'm married so i have a wife so obviously i'm always gonna have that roommate but yeah i don't i i i, I know i cannot get along with people like because there's a difference like when you yeah. have your own place it's your place you want to leave yeah. a dish out leave it out you want to yeah. clean it clean it but then having someone there and it's like it's gone I've lived with like two of my boyfriends in the past and even then I was always like I just need I don't think I will ever live with someone like if I get married to someone I'd be like cool we can get married but like I need to have like my own place still I'm I'm not not gonna gonna have my own apartment you live across the street okay (laughs) let's go two houses and I I have one I can lock you out like it's um, like uh, you gotta go home babe okay go (laughs) home so yeah um yeah um yeah <laughs> i don't i don't want to be 40 and not being able to pay my bills either. exactly um, and, so and that's was another uh, comic who's been on the show you told me too like when i, I told him like i i mentioned like i i think i can just quit and do this um and then i almost kind of did but he's like look 
if you can make what you're making now and pay your bills, go for it. And then I was like, and that's when I'm like, I could, but it's not a guarantee. Like yeah. Uber and, um, it, it's, it's good extra money right now. It helps me mm-hmm. pay down some of that. But there's some weeks where I don't drive. Yeah. Because I'm going to Mike's or I'm going to maybe I got a trip or something. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of also made me realize um, I need to stick to my day job. Yeah. My, yeah, my job pays really well. I can't, I don't do, I never did drugs. So like I don't do drugs. I don't do anything. Are you, are you I, saying I drink, you have, you can afford drugs with your job? Is that what you're saying? Like no. You're, that's, oh, so I mean, that's, like that's I technically I could, okay. but like I never would purchase anything. Yeah. I gotcha. don't do drugs and like you can't do drugs. So a lot of people are, I was like, Oh, that sucks. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Like the second I turned 21, I was like, what's the point of smoking weed? <laughs> I, I love, or not that I love alcohol. I drink like once a month and I'll get like wine drunk. But oh, that's the best. Drink. Um, yeah, I've never really had an interest in smoking weed. It's just not my thing. I get why people do. Life is hard. Like, there, give yourself therapy however you need to. If that's what calms you down and makes you feel better, I understand pain, so I hundred percent understand it. But personally, for me, it doesn't because um, I like. I, I always have to. I like to move around. I'm very, very agitated all the time, and so I can't. I don't. I don't like weed. Uh, and there's errors like a few times where I'm like, you know what? I'll do a hit. And then I'm like, this was a mistake. <laughs> the paranoia hits me so hard even because um, I have a bit about that. And yeah. it's, it, no, like I took little baby hits. Yeah. Two, three hits. And then I've, I, I don't know what it's like to get super high. Yeah. But from those two, three hits I did, I feel like that was super high to me. And I was just, I don't want to do this. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, I don't even drink. I drink like maybe like once a month with like if my coworkers or friends have a party, like um, it's nice. But just a little social I also, events. I'm also very healthy. So I don't like whenever I do drink, like I feel like my jeans are tighter if I just like drink one beer. So um yeah i don't know very cautious of that i guess so i mean it's good it's good to be healthy you know uh liz hater the the good comic got a job (laughs) healthy backup plans oh i trust me i have a lot of shit that let's a lot of shit that's going on too like that that, on the outside like everything looks okay and like i have my life together in some sense but i also worked very 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 hard to have all the things that i have Mm -hmm. like my i don't have anything from my parents um my grandma pays my phone bill and that's it that's the only help i get (laughs) She pays my, we have a senior plan. Oh, okay. So she's, it's $50 a month. She just pays it. And so that, that's the only help I get. Okay. No, I got to take advantage of senior discounts. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's, that's good that you have, you know, you have everything and you're independent um, and you can change this dream. How long do you, like, do you ever think, like, maybe you'll give up on the comedy or the You writing? know, if I got to a point where I'm, like, I've had enough, like, I've enjoyed it, um, I probably will go to graduate school, and I, I will go chase my dream of well, what I want to do as an engineer, because, like, I always think about that, like, I want to take advantage of the fact that I am a little younger, I guess, in comedy, which so I kind of want to it's like I'm, I can I can do either or either way. If I mm-hmm. wanted to chase my dream of being an engineer, I could do that right now. If I wanted to chase my dream of you know being an entertainment business because it is a business and it's a tough business, um, I can definitely do that. And I feel like I have the work ethic to do both. 
Definitely. I mean, if you can, like, if you were going to school and doing this and you had a show you were producing and I'm assuming that was not easy. So booking people, finding a venue, scheduling everything, ticket sales, like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how you, like, I don't know how you managed to do it. I don't know how I managed to do that. I, I remember like, yeah, I had, I had to schedule that little by little by little. I scheduled that like so in advance. Um, it was the Halloween show. Did you go to that? I didn't make it. You didn't make it? Uh, okay. I, Cause I could have sworn I saw you ha- there. Halloween. I'm, I'm confusing um, you for someone else. What? what? <laughs> you know, like I wasn't, there was another, another, I was in Colorado and then some dude was like, I seen you like, no, you have. I don't think so. Like, yeah, don't you remember we met? Like, I don't know. Oh my god, that's what so. it's like to be a girl at a bar. I remember you from something, and I'm like, no, you haven't. You're just making this up. Yeah. Then he was trying to show me who it was, and like, he couldn't find it. He's like, no, <laughs> I met you in New Mexico. I'm like, dude, I've never done stand up in New Mexico. I was like, no, you sure? And then it happened again to me that's, uh, when we were that went to Phoenix, and then someone was like, no, like, no, like, yeah, I get that. I know some people are like, oh, I've seen you somewhere before, and sometimes I just mess with them. I'm like. I just moved here like a week ago. You didn't. <laughs> so people legitimately recognize you. You just messing with them then? No, no, no. Like um, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, usually, I don't believe because so, someone once told me they like use. Oh, we met somewhere before. I just can't remember where. And I was like, oh, maybe. And then later on, they were like, that was bullshit. I've never seen you before in my life. And so I don't trust people at all now when they're like, I've seen you somewhere before. I, you know what? Maybe I'll just be like, yeah. You know what? I do remember. You ran out on your tab and you owe me. <laughs> you owe me like 20 bucks. It's like, I don't remember that. Yeah, because you ran off. Um. Yeah, so. So are you going to do your show again? Are you going to bring it back up so now that you have? I, I was going to do, um, I was going to do another show actually this weekend. would have been last night, but the person, so I had this someone, I had someone's backyard, this guy. Okay. Um, I remember I put on show like, Hey, does anyone have like a backyard? I can like host a comedy show at, like I'll pay you. Um, and then someone connected me with someone else. He lets, he does, he likes to sell his art. So, he does, he likes having parties so people will buy his art mm-hmm. and so i was like can i have a comedy show he, he has a stage set up in his backyard he has a pool um and i was like i want to do a halloween show and he's like yeah sure and then i was just you know it was the middle of pandemic nobody was doing anything i was like does anybody want to be on a comedy show and everyone was like me and so i just was like fuck it if i want to be on stage i'll put me and my friends on stage yeah. and it was so much fun it was like the best show ever. it wasn't the best show ever but like it was a really good time. It was more of like a party than a show, yeah. but a COVID safe party. Everyone wore masks. Um, um, I want to offer up my dad's backyard right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, if you want to do a show, let me know. Because now that I'm really? thinking about it, you can't, don't just say this. Don't get my hopes up. No, I, I will like go home and plan this shit. No, seriously. Like, and my dad's pretty easy going too. Um, really? As long as it's as not, everyone's everyone's respectful and yeah. stuff. Yeah. He's got a pool. Um, he we actually just. During the pandemic, we built a like a new uh, shed for his uh, pool Sweet. stuff. Yeah. So it's actually like the the walls here. Yeah. There's concrete in front of it, so you can oh like, shit make a higher stage. Yeah. And there's grass, and you just put some stuff. Let's down. fucking do it, Johnny. I have I can I have like I can build a stage. I have outdoor stages. My friends build stages. So damn, I want to build something too. Like so, let's shit, let's do it. it. Yeah. All right, we're okay. doing this. Podcast is over. We're, we're doing go. summer. We got, we got we're, we're doing. Do I'm, I'm gonna call it. I want to keep the blood theme going and call it the summer blood. The summer blood moon show. <laughs> um, I can dig it. Yeah. Uh, I can dig it. Okay. Cute. Um. So first thing I gotta do is tell my dad and pick yeah. a date because the only like. 
and I just offered him up, and <laughs> he's really easy going. Like he'll I said, you need it. to, you, yeah, this ha- this has to happen now. Yeah, as long as it's not on his uh, one of his big Mr. Castillo, games, this is happening. Yeah, as long as it's not one of his no, big soccer worry. games, it's good to go. Okay, not gonna oh. interrupt his football. Oh, this would be dope. Okay. Anyways. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I gotta hang on. Let me focus because now okay. my brain. So my brain's while you're thinking, things. I'm gonna talk. Like you don't have to choose between your life being stable and doing comedy. Obviously, if your life is out of control and it's out of your control and has nothing to do with you, that's shit. And I understand that. Um, but you can also get your life together and you can still be funny. You can pay your bills. Um, you know, like maybe you're not going to work the coolest job, but like make money, pay your bills. It feels good. Like prioritize. Like if I had to choose between like not like stressing about money and getting booked all the time versus vice versa, what what I am now, like hell yeah, I would choose paying my bills every single time. Life is too fucking short. Yeah. I like buying stuff. I like, I I always buy little things like five, $10 items that Mm -hmm. they add up. Um, mm-hmm. and that's my problem. Cause I like to buy little things and I'm like, crap, how did I spend $300? All I did was buy that $2, $3. Oh yeah. I'm still so cheap. Like I still like eat like rom top ramen and stuff. Like I love food too. So I like, love food. I mean half the reason, not even half, like hundred percent of the reason why I do a on the side. Cause I like to go out to eat. Okay. And I like to like, you know, I don't even like going out to eat too much because like it's, I think about, cause it's not really like I, I do it only for time. Like if I have the time to cook, I'm gonna cook. And that's I think it, my thing. To like drive to Chinatown, eat, and then drive back home. It takes the same amount of time to go to the grocery store, and then <laughs> he has to pee. It's like oh, people are looking like what are they doing? <laughs> Filming a podcast. Filming a podcast. <laughs> uh, no, I get what you're saying. My my yeah. uh, Grubhub, Postmates have been my enemy. I'm upset by this. Uh, I went on. Uber Eats, whatever, um, for some tacos. Yeah, and they fucked up your order. No, they got the order right. Here's, got the, order. here's, here's the problem. What? Um, so obviously I'm gonna pay a little extra because they're delivering it. Yeah. I'm in peace with that. It's eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. Cool. So it's like your order is gonna be like twenty five dollars for three tacos and something. Can I guess how much you spent? Go ahead. Forty five dollars for no. tacos. No. Okay. At the end of the next day, when I'm looking at the charges, because it tells you like it's gonna be blah blah blah. Yeah. I'm like, cool. I'm okay with that. The next day, I'm like, sixty dollars. <laughs> sixty dollars for tacos, and you like live in the prime location where all the Uber drivers live. If if Jesus I if I would have went there, I would have spent ten bucks. Yeah. And okay, I'll pay twenty five, which is what it was said it was gonna be. Oh yeah. Like cool, it's late. I don't feel like it, but sixty bucks. So I need to be more like you and just really just prioritize yeah focus on i don't yeah yeah make your food i make food like i my kitchen's not always clean but you know what i didn't i don't know i mean if, yeah. if it's not clean save your money on food yeah if it's not clean because you're cooking rule number one save money on food like if you have to eat like eggs like for breakfast lunch and dinner fucking eat eggs for breakfast lunch and dinner and i love eggs too damn eggs are so cheap you can eat eggs for breakfast lunch or dinner so like you know definitely definitely I, I'm like, life oh, pro tips by liz eat eggs you <laughs> i'm reevaluating myself now like <laughs> all right well let's uh, we're gonna wrap it up here let's wrap it up um so final question final question if you could go back in time and give yourself some kind of comedy advice of what to do or what not to do like what would you tell yourself okay so um 
first of all, if I could go back in time, I would kick myself in the face for ever starting comedy. Um, but you know what? No one's ever given me this advice, but this is my advice. Um, I hate everyone's like, get on stage, get on stage, get on stage, get on stage as much as you can and you'll get better. If you get on stage 500 times, you'll be a pro by then. No, I've seen guys who've gotten on stage 500 times and I, they don't do it. It's complete silence. Like no offense to them. They're great people. But getting up on stage so many times, your jokes aren't going to get better. This is going to get better. So my philosophy is the way I'm navigating comedy is to write more. Focus on your writing. If you don't have a good set, don't get on stage. Sit there in your home alone and write your fucking joke and make it good. Focus like for every 10 minutes you're on stage, you should spend five hours writing. That's my, I don't know. Because if I write a really good set and I'm really happy with it and I get on stage, I do, I do pretty okay. If I'm like, I'm not sure about these jokes, but I should get on stage so many times, I immediately regret it. So that's why I'm not on every single mic doing every single thing because I just wish people would focus on their writing. It's like you have cool what like four good jokes, write more, you need more content. And so um, of course getting on stage is important. Getting out there and doing stuff is important, but like write, even if it's not good, like write more stuff, be interesting. You don't even have to be funny. You just have to be interesting. There's tons of people who like, you know, I'm not laughing, but I'm listening to them. And so that's all you really have to do is get people to listen to you. You don't even have to make them laugh. I had this dream of just doing a whole set and make it, making everyone cry. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. That's, that'd be an interesting set. Like. So that's my, my closer is write more hashtag. Okay. That's what I'm trying to do is write more everyone. And I don't know anything. Don't listen to me. I don't know anything, but I'm here. So, you know, work ethic is what's going to get you anywhere. I believe that. That's very true. Okay, last question. Uh, what advice would you give to anyone who's thinking about starting stand-up? Do it. Everyone's like, don't do it. No, do it. Like, it feels good. Even if you're, like, who cares if you're not funny? People are going to listen to you. Maybe it's one people, maybe it's ten people. Um, maybe you won't like it. If you want to do stand-up, stand-up. Take, take a good hour to write something Think about the saddest things in your life and how you can make them funny and then get on stage. That's good. Yeah. You hear that? People just dig deep into your... Says me. I've been doing comedy for five months in total. Yeah, but I mean, but you've been doing it and then that's the thing. That's the whole thing about the podcast. Like we didn't know anything when we started and we figured out something that works for us. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, awesome. Thank you for being on the Thank podcast. Thank you so much, Shani. It was great getting to know you more. You too. Uh, I'll, I'll let my dad know. Uh, we can talk more about that off, offline. See. Uh, hopefully, if I keep saying Taylor's name, maybe she'll watch this. I don't know how this works. <laughs> Say Taylor Tomlinson five times and she'll watch your podcast. No. Um, but... Yeah. yeah, thank you so much. I no problem. Fun. Uh, awesome. Thank you for being here. Um, thank you for anyone who's watching this. Thank you um, if you've watched this whole entire fucking thing. Yes. I'll give you $20 if you made it to here. DM me. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> no, don't do that. Um, yes, yeah, so thank you for watching. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify or anything, thank you for listening. Uh, like, subscribe. Uh, what else do I tell them to do? See, I'm bad at this part too. Follow you on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter, Instagram. Um, do you have anything to promote? Anything going on? No, but I'm Liz Hader on everything. L-I-Z-H-A-D-E-R. Whoop, whoop. Okay. There you go. All right, bye.